welcome to the very first episode of the Let's Sip Together podcast. I am so excited, completely terrified, and if I'm being honest, I thought my first episode was going to be more about my backstory and my life, just to give you all some context, but I decided to change it up a little bit. First things first, before I jump in, at the time of this recording, it is 1037, so I am sipping on my favorite coffee from my favorite local coffee shop, Slacktide. I can promise you it is not the last time you're going to hear me mention them. They have the best coffee on the planet, and the people that work there are some of the nicest people I've ever met. But I digress. A funny thing about going through a divorce during a pandemic is that you have an overabundance of time to think. (laughs) And when I say overabundance of time, I truly mean far too much time. The positive thing about all of that time is that I've been able to spend a lot of it reflecting And not just on my marriage and relationships, but on my entire life and on all of the choices that I've made that have gotten me to this point. I can safely say I have no regrets because every decision that I've made for better or worse has gotten me to where I am right now. The term bathroom moment comes from a truly magical moment that happened when I first met my best friend Jess. And yes, it was literally a single moment. And yes, it did in fact happen in a restaurant bathroom. This bathroom moment happened about eight years ago or so. At the time, Jess and I were working for the same company and were attending a training together. She lives in New York and I live in Massachusetts. We had never met in person. We had this passing moment in the bathroom during a break where she shared with me that she had made the decision to get a divorce. And I shared with her that I was having a challenging time in my marriage as well. We were both sort of at this crossroads in life. I'm still not entirely sure what prompted us both to share that with each other that day, but we did. After that day, we were friendly and acquaintances, but it wasn't until a couple of years later, we had both left that previous company and started working with One Hope Wine, the company that we still work with today. And that's when our relationship really started to grow. I was able to witness true mama bear energy and hustle with Jess. And I've been honored to have a front row seat at watching her completely transform her life post-divorce. We didn't really speak about that bathroom moment for a few years. I honestly didn't even think that she would remember But funny enough, it's a moment that we both remember. Not to worry, Jess is going to be a guest on here very soon, so you're going to get to hear more from her and more about her story. But what's amazing is that from that one single moment, I gained a best friend and a business partner. I wouldn't have been able to manage the last 18 months without Jess on a personal level and a professional level. She's responsible for so much of the good in my life. Through Jess, I've also met my other two best friends, Melena and Lindy. The three of them, along with their husbands, Mike, James, and Jason, have played such a huge role in my life, especially over the last couple of years. They're a crew that I can reach out to anytime, day or night, and they're there for me. 
you're going to be hearing a lot more about them and some of their interesting dating advice and our misadventures in life. But the point is, is that I can trace back to that one single bathroom moment and how it transformed my life for the better. A second bathroom moment, which didn't actually happen in a bathroom, was stumbling upon Rachel from Penny and Pearl Design. For a little bit of context, in December of 2019, we had completed a renovation on our home and the mudroom was the one space that hadn't been finished. The walls were painted, the wood floors were done, but that was it. I cannot tell you the number of hours that I spent browsing Pinterest, Target, Wayfair, every website I could find looking for the perfect bench or hooks or rugs, dozens of hours. And if you know me well, you know that design and anything spatial is not in my wheelhouse. And if you have kids, you know all of the stuff that was basically laying all over the floor, the coats, the jackets, the backpacks, the shoes, the dance bags, everything. Anyways, one night I came across Rachel on a local mom's Facebook group. She lives in my town. She's a mom of three, and she was just beginning to step out on her own with an interior design business. After our first consultation, one, I was obsessed with Rachel, and two, I knew that I had to work with her. I'll admit that at first, I did feel a little guilty about spending money on something that wasn't really a necessity at the time, but ultimately, it was one of the best decisions I've ever made, and quite frankly, one that I wish I had done a lot sooner. The hours and stress that would have saved, holy cow. Anyways, my mudroom is completely gorgeous and functional, but the really amazing thing is that through designer Rachel, I found the collective co-Rachel, and yes, I do refer to them at times as the Rachels. Anyways, designer Rachel had posted on Instagram that she was working on the interior of a co-working space in Situate, which is the town next door, called the Collective Co. The space was absolutely stunning, and a co-working space sounded like an incredible idea at the time. For any of you that work from home, you know how easy it is to get distracted by the dishes, the laundry, the dog, and all of the things to get done. Compound that with the pandemic, and I was ready to get out of my house. <laughs> I went for a tour and met the collective co-Rachel and was immediately hooked. The space was so comfortable, and I felt a great energy and connection with Rachel right away. I began working in the space a couple of days a week, and was really enjoying getting out of my house and connecting with other people in person, particularly as we were still navigating through the pandemic. A few months later, another dear friend and mentor of mine, Heather, was launching her own business and was hosting a virtual vision boarding workshop in August. I'll be honest, you guys, I never really fully bought into the whole vision boarding and manifesting thing because I just didn't get it but I love my friend Heather and I wanted to support her. So I joined this workshop. And at one point in the night, Heather suggested that journaling is a great thing to do alongside vision boarding. Now journaling is something I had started earlier on in the divorce process, and it was something I hadn't done in a while. So that night I sat down at my computer and just let the thoughts flow. For those of you that have never journaled before, you might feel like me and you wonder what the hell you're going to actually write about. It turns out my friend Heather was right, as always. 
And once you get going and let your thoughts flow, things you didn't even realize you were thinking start coming out. As an aside, Heather is also going to be joining me on here too, and I'm not one to make promises, but she's basically going to change your life. (laughs) Anyways, that night I wrote how I was looking for something else, a side job or a volunteer opportunity. I wanted to be able to connect with people in person. I wanted to be able to help people, but I wasn't sure exactly what type of job or activity that was, or what exactly I was looking for. Well, you guys, I shit you not, the very next morning, I got an email that Rachel from the CC was hiring a community and events manager for the space. The job description was freakishly similar to what I had written about in my journal just the day before. Long story short, I applied for the job had an interview, and was hired within a few weeks. And that opportunity is what led me right here, right now, on my own podcast. Over the last six months, I've had the chance to connect with so many people at that space and truly open up about my life. Rachel said it best the other day on an Instagram post that the walls of that space hold a lot of stories. And I'm so thankful to be able to share some of them here with you. Through that one bathroom moment of finding designer Rachel on Facebook, I have met so many strong, smart, funny women who have now become dear friends and huge cheerleaders and supporters of mine in everything, business and life. I could not be more grateful. These same women are the ones that inspired this whole idea of a podcast and have held me accountable and have given me the courage to actually do it. If you had asked me a year ago or six months ago or even three months ago, if I'd be starting up a podcast, I literally would have laughed in your face and yelled, hell no. (laughs) Never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that I'd be doing this. But that just goes to show you how one second, one decision can truly change everything. And that's the funny thing about bathroom moments is that you don't see them coming and you may not recognize them until days, weeks, months, even years later, but you have to be open to them. And also remember, they may in fact not actually happen in a bathroom. I hope you can all take some time and think back to what some of your bathroom moments are. And I'd love to hear about them. It's really, really amazing and beautiful to look back at all that can unfold in your life from just one single moment or one chance encounter, one conversation, one yes. I can't wait to hear about your bathroom moments. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on and follow along with us at let's sip together underscore the podcast on Instagram. Thank you all. Have a great day. Cheers.